0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2882, Procrastination on High Mental Load Tasks by Tynan of Tynan.com. i your narrator, Justin Mollick, the guy that reads blogs or articles to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays. And with that, let's get right to our next post as we optimize your life. Procrastination on High Mental Load Tasks by Tynan of Tynan.com. As I mentioned in my last post, one of the things I did recently was move SET to a new server. This is a task that I had every reason to do five years ago, but I'd been dreading and putting off. It was never that urgent, wasn't moving me closer to any major goal, but most importantly, it just sounded like a miserable project. The most daunting part of it all was that all of the software that SET relied on was horribly out of date. I was two major versions of PHP behind and each of its five to 10 dependencies were certainly either obsolete or out of date. Of course, as time went on, this disparity became even greater, making me even less likely to want to do it. At first, this cost me about $170 a month. Then I finally downgraded our server, but used the same image to save about $40 a month. Overall, it probably cost me about $10,000 to not move servers. Even greater than this cost is the constant burden of knowing in the back of my head that I should move it and having to make the decision of whether or not to do the work. Finally, in quarantine, I decided to take a stab at it. I resolved to spend half a day working on it and reassessing from there. If it was going to require too much of a rewrite, I would try something else. It was hard to know exactly how long it would take, but it felt like a five to seven day project to me. My half a day of effort, got it about 95% there. Our search backend, Solar, took a few frustrating hours to upgrade, but other than that, it was shockingly easy. In fact, it worked so well that I had to check multiple times to make sure it had actually moved to the new server and I wasn't just loading the old one. I was even a bit surprised when it kept working when I turned off the old server. Over the next day, I got it to 100% and made some additional bug fixes and improvements. Clearly, I should have just done this earlier. Had I done so, it would have taken even less time since I could have done smaller incremental upgrades. What I thought would take a miserable week could have been done in a reasonably easy day. So what caused me to make this $10,000 mistake? First, I massively overestimated how hard it was going to be. I'm not exactly sure why I did this, but I think that it was just distance from the set code. When I was working on it daily, I knew every nook and cranny. Six months after touching it, I forgot how it all worked and wasn't particularly excited to dive back in. The right remedy for this problem is to do what I did five years too late, allocate some small amount of time to working on the problem and give myself an out if it looked too nasty. Had I dedicated even a couple hours to it in the first year of shutting down set when I knew it would no longer grow, I could have saved all of this money and cognitive load. I've written about this before but I should have also applied the principle of, I'm going to do this anyway, so I might as well do it now. When we shut down said I agreed to take sole custody of it because my blog was on it, so I actually cared. There was no way anyone other than me was ever going to move the server, so I should have just bit the bullet and done it. I'm sure there were weeks or months that I was too busy to add it to my plate, but was there a week somewhere in the past five years where I could have just scheduled this? Of course. Last. I underestimated how great I'd feel once I completed the project. It's great to save money, but the biggest benefit is that I just don't have to think or worry about it anymore. I no longer have to deal with an expensive and out-of-date server, and all of my sites are now in one easy-to-administer server. I think that we all consistently underappreciate how much nagging to-do list items affect us. Though none are close in magnitude to moving set, many of the projects on my coronavirus list fell into this broad category of non-urgent tasks I probably should have already done. Even something as small as making a bigger bed has been something I thought about at least weekly. Not having to decide not to do these things all the time frees up my mental space considerably. I suspect that all of us have tasks like this, and most of us have an unprecedented opportunity to tackle them right now during coronavirus. As I've mentioned before, I'm constantly thinking, How can I make this forced quarantine the best period of my life? And knocking out all of these sorts of tasks is a major component of that. What tasks do you consider doing but keep putting off? What overdue tasks weigh on you? Pick one and spend an hour or two making inroads on it today. If you're like me, that may lead to you realizing it's not so bad, and maybe that will snowball into you clearing your to-do list, as I have. You just listen to the post titled Procrastination on High Mental Low Tasks by Tynan of Tynan.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success, and get started today at gohenry.com slash old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. I take it to tie in. I'm sure this is true for all of us in some way or another. And while I agree, we likely could tackle one of those tasks on our list if we just put our minds to it. There was an article that I narrated from Brian Tracy where he talked about the super simple yet pretty effective strategy of writing down these tasks and assigning them a letter A through E, where A, B, and C are rankings of what's important. And then D is delegate, as in give that item to someone else who can take care of it for you relatively quickly. And E would be eliminate, because we all have items on our list that just stay there, not moving, because the truth of the matter is it doesn't necessarily need to get done and we don't care enough about it, so it just sits there and never moves but also makes us feel less productive. We can likely eliminate some of those altogether. So that with a combination of Tynan's post today could be a nice recipe to get things done. Hopefully helps you today and this weekend. Thank you for listening and sticking around until the end. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.